This is Answers for Life with pastor and Bible teacher Sarah Gardner. Join Pastor Sarah as she opens God's Word to help you learn to live an abundant life of faith. We want to equip you with discipleship tools for everyday life. Now, here's Pastor Sarah with today's message, Getting Your Prayers Answered. Welcome to Answers for Life. Once again, this is Pastor Sarah Gardner, and we continue what we left off last week, getting your, your prayers answered. Stay tuned and have a heart to receive this teaching and ears to hear in Jesus' name. The majority of Christians give, but do not quote back God's promises. And they do not receive. And people always tell me, I've been tithing, I've been giving, and nothing's happening. Well, because they don't take the process that I have explained to you last week. If this is your first time, you need to hear last week's message. This way you understand what we're going to talk about this week. The majority of Christians pray in hope. They don't pray in faith. (laughs) They pray general prayers. In their mind, well, whatever God wants to do, He'll do well, whatever is going to be, is going to be. You see, that kind of attitude, that kind of prayer, God doesn't receive it. No. You have to know what you're talking about before you approach the king. Because if you had to go talk to any king, uh, the president of the United States, you would collect your thoughts what you're going to say. And sometimes you would even write it down before you go talk to him. The same thing. You should do the same thing talking to God when you want some miracles from God. Mark eleven twenty three says, for Jesus says, the master, he quotes this. Now, it's not my opinion. It's Jesus quoting what I'm going to read it to you. For assuredly, assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast out into the sea, it does not doubt in his heart, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatsoever he says. It seems like to me that we can't just uh, say, I have this problem, God. Well, solve it for me. It won't work. It won't work like that. If you want to continue praying the way you used to pray before, you heard how to pray. The mountain means a problem that you're faced with. Hope is important. Listen to me. 
Most people pray in hope, not in faith. But the previous verse of uh, Mark eleven twenty three says, have the faith of God. How are you going to get the faith of God? By reading the word, by quoting the word back to God, you begin to receive miracles and you'll be fully persuaded. So, hope is important. That's where you start. But you got to jump from hope to faith because you, it's faith that performs miracles, not hope. You started with hope. You hear somebody that received a miracle and you think, oh, I want a miracle. Maybe God will do a miracle for me too. You see, you get hope when you hear somebody testify, somebody that says what they received from God. It's hope, but then you got to move because faith is the substance that performs miracle. You connect because God is a faith God and you want to connect with God. So your faith must connect with God. I repeat, the reason why you make preparation is because you are going to go and find the scripture, the promise in the Bible. You are going to get your mind and body prepared to receive. That's why you make preparation. You don't make preparation for God. God appreciates that you're diligent, that you don't approach him in angelant, that you're sure of what you want from God, and you agree with the teacher. See? Just like the lawyer prepares the case before he goes before the judge, if you do this, you train yourself to be a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. Because you could agree with me. You could agree with me with a teacher, which I'm the, te the, teach the one that's teaching you today. But you never do anything about it. Do you see that? Do you see that the way it goes? It's not God answering your prayers. It's what you did, not do what God wanted to do. Because if you say, well, if God wants to do it, he'll do it. Second Timothy says, it's Second Timothy verse 15. Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Study to show you thyself. Another word, study to say you self approved unto God. See, you study first. Then you are approved by God. God takes you seriously because you obeyed by studying 
to learn the will of God. If you don't study, you don't learn the will of God. So you're not going to ask what you want according to the will of God. You're going to ask things that God never said. <laughs> so many people come to me. Oh, then if I believe for a, a bag of pot and a bag of drug, God's going to give to me? And I have to laugh about it. God's not into drug. You see, if people don't know the word of God, they don't even ask for the right thing. But when you know the will of God, you will pray according to his will. The miracle is guaranteed that's going to come back to you. New King James says, he in Hebrews 11, not faith is the substance of things opt for, the evidence of things not seen. You remember what I said? That you started with hope, but you have to jump into faith. Let me read it again. Not faith. Who's going to gain this faith? Who's going to gain this faith? Not God. God already <laughs> has everything. God already spoke. You have to develop this faith. Not faith is the substance of things. What are things? Those miracles that you have not seen yet. Those miracles that you opt for. The evidence of things not seen. The evidence that you have not seen yet, but you believe that God will deliver. This is true faith. I'm telling you, if you pay attention to this teaching, you're going to learn and you're going to see the result of your prayers. You're going to see miracles. And that's how you're going to be fully persuaded. People call me radical, fully persuaded. People always say to me, God only answers your prayer. He doesn't answer everybody else's prayer. If you and somebody else would make the same process that I'm explaining to you right now, you would be in the same position that I am to receive. Because I said it before, and I say it again, God is not a respectful person. God has, has many children, and God is not partial to one. He loves everybody the same. He loves you as much as he loves me. As a matter of fact, it's going to shock you. God does not love Jesus more than you, more than me. See, when you're fully persuaded like that, you have such an expectation from God that your life will never be the same. And you'll believe for anything. You'll believe for anything. God has blessed me, has blessed my children, has blessed my business, my marriage. I, I just, I am 
a woman, a blessed woman. And I thank God for it, for what he done for me. And I want to saturate you with the word of God. That's why I keep repeating myself, sometimes the same thing. I go over, one time I put it this way, another time I put it that way. That's what Jesus did. He gave many parables. One time this way, one time that way, because he wanted to build the faith in the people to receive from him when he was walking the earth. Now he's not here. But he said, I'm going away, but I sent the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit resides in you. He moved in you, and he wants to glorify Jesus. But he needs your cooperation, my cooperation, to do so. This is why people, this is why people were saying to me what I just said to you. They were saying, and they're still saying, God only answers your prayers. When I started this journey, I did not understand I did not understand, believe me, I did not understand. But later, it became clear to me. It became so evident because I had read the Bible so many times. My mind got transformed. It got wired the way God thinks. By the word of God, my mind got wired, got transformed. If you do the same, your mind will be transformed. Your mind will be rewired because the world has, has wired us to think one way. Now that we belong to God, we have to be rewired to think like God thinks and cooperate with God. If we want live a supernatural life on the face of the earth. It's your choice and my choice. We could live like everybody else, just being a good person, mind our own business, never help nobody, never receive a miracle, just do life. But no, God does not get no glory like that. We have to do our part and we'll receive miracles after miracles. We have always story to tell, and God gets the glory from the stories that we tell. You see, it goes both ways. We receive the benefit. I cannot say this enough, that we receive the benefits, but God gets the glory when we tell the story. You see, that's the way it goes. God's not going to just do it if you're not going to do nothing with it. You got to cooperate with him just like Jesus. He would receive it from the Father and then bless the people. We're going to do the same. God is not going to renew your mind. People say, oh, Father, change, change my mind. Do, do, do this. But God said, no, you study. 
you change your mind. <laughs> you see, God is not going to renew your mind without you doing the renewing of the mind. I, I, I look at my notes because I want to quote it to you the way I put it here. Because when I write my messages, it's the Holy Spirit writing this message for me. And I don't want to deviate. And when a different problem comes, when a different problem occurs, the scripture would pop into my mind without even thinking when a, a, pro, a different problem would occur. The scripture would pop into my mind and I would stop quoting the scripture. No, this problem, I'd, I'd say, the scripture says this. No, this problem cannot succeed. The scripture says this about this problem. You see? Pay attention to what I'm going to say. One time, my son went to look at a piece of property we had bought. We just had bought. 120 apartments. No, 140. It was 140. And because we got busy with the ministry, we gave this property to a, a management company to run the property. Well, the management company did the wrong move with the people, with the tenants. And they evicted over 25 to 30 tenants all at once. Well, the tenants got together and they revolt. They just threatened, threatened that uh, management company not to ever go in that property again. They actually had the guns. They said, you get out of here. We don't never want to see you again. And so when my son went to check the property and he found out all this, he came back, he said, it looks like we're going to lose that property because this problem arrived. The management company made a mistake how they handled these people. They didn't take the time to study them. The management company did that like they did to other properties. Because that's what they, they do. When you don't pay the rent, they give you seven days notice, they take you to court. That's what they did. They gave the notice to 25 to 30 people. Those people got together, they came against them. So my son came home and said, Ma, there's a big problem in that property. When he explained all this to me, what popped in my mind? I said, no, this problem cannot exist. I am more than a conqueror because God made me more than a conqueror. And this problem will go away. We'll find the answer. And we're not going to lose that property. And you know, 
God come up with the answer. Stay tuned that someday I will explain to you because it's a long story how we did not lose the property. New King James Version. Romans chapter 8 says, and verse 37 says, Yet in all things, all things, it's all things, any problem, anything, that, any situation that rises up, that the enemy stirs up against us, yet in all things, we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us. This is why when I heard the bad news, this scripture popped into my mind and I start quoting the scripture. Instead of talking about the problem, I start quoting the scripture. Do you see how that works? Because I had read the Bible, I studied the Bible, I understood the will of God, I got the Bible in my reservoir of my heart, the scriptures, and when something happens, the Holy Spirit that lives on inside of us, He starts to bring up to our mind what we need to say. The scripture that we need for that problem. But why? The Holy Spirit does that with one person, but he doesn't do that with another person because they do not study. They do not get their mind renewed by the Word of God. They don't take what God said serious. And so they don't take the process how to approach God like we talked about. So the Holy Spirit is not active in their lives, but he will be active in your life if you do the same process, same steps that I take, you take. This is why I keep saying over and over, I keep saying you have to transform your mind with the Word of God, when your mind is transformed, it's easy to more to believe that you're more than a conqueror. I said it before. And you cooperate with the Holy Spirit that lives in you. The same when I fell, the same thing. I, I share these this experiences with you because First of all, when you hear it, you can do the same thing. But I want to persuade you. I want to persuade you. A good salesman knows how to present the product to the people. And this is the product that I know and I'll present it to you. Please, don't be a year only. Be a doer of the word you get the same result I got. Now stay tuned that I'm going to tell you another experience. I failed one time. And the way I failed, I should have been totally, totally hurt. 
But after I fell, there was a man there trying to help me get up. I fell in the cement. And he wanted to help me. I stopped him. I went, I gone. And I quoted. I quoted first before the man could help me. I said, no complication will come out of this fall in Jesus' name. And I didn't care if the man believed, if the man called me a wacko. I didn't care. I knew that I had, quote, the promises of God for that fall not to bring any more complication. And so when I said that, not a pain, not a broken bone, my back was black and blue, but no pain, no broken bone. And when I went to church, I shared with the people at the church what had happened to me and what I did, what I said, how I said, no, no, no complication will come out of this fall. Do you know that many in the church in Michigan and then I repeated that same experience in the church in Naples and many on both churches. They received the same experience. Oh, I could go on and on telling you, not just my experience, but other people's experience because they followed what they heard. They did the same steps, the same process, that I did. Now we are out of time, and if you're not born again, if you watch me, and you like what you hear, but you think, I don't even know this God, get born again. Find somebody that can explain to you the ways of salvation, because I'm out of time. Now, I bless you big. I bless your ears that you heard. And I bless your mind that you will not forget what you heard. I bless you big and stay tuned for next time. Bye now. This has been another edition of Answers for Life with pastor and Bible teacher Sarah Gardner. Every time you join Pastor Sarah, she opens God's Word to help you learn to live an abundant life of faith. Sarah's heart is to provide discipleship tools for your everyday life. We know that today's podcast encouraged your life. Would you be willing to help us spread the word about Answers for Life? One of the best ways to do this is to follow us on Spotify, like and subscribe on iTunes, and make sure to leave a five-star review for Answers for Life on iTunes. Well, that's all the time we have. Come back again for another edition of Answers for Life.